This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock Las Vegas. Wow, what a week it has been. If you've been following any of my social media, you would have noticed a few things. One, I was on a hoe trip to Pebble Beach. And two, I am back to cocktailing in the basement at Dre's After Hours. So, spoiler alert, Joni was right. Guys, I was on my first private jet. Okay, as a little preface to this podcast, we had Hot Carl when I admired the beautiful girl drinking champagne on a jet. And then we had my mom thinks I'm a hooker. So first, let me apologize a little bit to that girl on the jet that I referenced because I was that girl, okay? And there were no steaming dumps on my chest, nor did I have to engage in any sexual activities or favors to be on this trip. I literally got to go on a fully paid for trip to one of the most expensive golf resorts in the country with my girlfriends for no other reason than that the guys going wanted us to have fun. So also shout out to my husband because... The first thing you're probably thinking is how the fuck was Hubs okay with this? First, for those who know Hubs, it's because it's Hubs and he's the fucking coolest. But also, he knows and trusts that I'm a responsible adult that won't put myself in a situation that I myself don't, don't trust. Okay? Like, I won't hand over my phone to a flight attendant when I'm getting on a flight and be like, oh, yeah, we're, I'm sure we're going to this place. You know, I'm not going to like take drinks that strangers made me. Like, you know, I try to be as aware as possible of my surroundings. I always have my live location on for him, you know, my check-ins often throughout the day. It's a must. And he just wants me to be able to like have cool experiences that obviously don't cost us any money, which is great. So thank you, Chris, for letting me do things like that. So a little backstory on this trip. Um, one of the atmosphere gigs that I did last month, uh, it's basically the one that I wrote. Uh, my mom thinks I'm a hooker. That was that that group. So one of the main guys of these, this group of people, he really liked one of my friends. Like they've been talking ever since they've been hanging out, whatever. So he was doing a guy's trip to Pebble beach and he wanted her to go like meet him there. Cause he doesn't live in Vegas. Um, plus he said she could bring whatever friends she wanted. So a few of us that did the gig with her, like we all know them, we've all partied together. We vibe well together. So she asked and obviously it was like, fuck yes, I want to go. Um, and this was a first time for me. So you don't really know what to expect. You don't know your boundaries. You don't know your limits. So we go on a jet. That was my first time. Totally fucking awesome. I never want to fly commercial again. <laughs> like they just ruined it for me beyond this. Um, they give you drinks and food and like you don't have TSA or like the hassle of checking in. You just drive up and you like get out of the car and you walk straight onto the plane. It's wild. So we get there. Um, after we land, we get to Pebble Beach. They So they drop the guys off at uh, one of the golf courses, not the Pebble Beach golf course, but like a nearby one because they had a tea time. And then so we went back to the resort and went to our room. Beautiful resort. Okay. Breathtaking view of the ocean. I've never seen anything like it. So we immediately call for room service because we're starving. Like I had, yeah. So I had just worked the night before. So I like barely slept. <clears throat> um, and this is what I mean when it comes to boundaries because, you know, we're not sure if it's okay to order room service. Like there wasn't much direction. It's not like he was like, okay, you have an allotted hundred dollars a day. Like we didn't know. So we figured like, we'll just tell him like, oh, hey, you know, we ordered some sandwiches and then 
if it's a problem, like obviously we would just pay for it ourselves, which is fine. Um, which when we did tell him, he was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever you want. So we wandered around for a bit that day, checked out the area, like totally chill day. Um, and then when the guys were done golfing, we met them at the cottage that they had, like right at the first hole on Pebble Beach's golf course, beautiful. Um, they ordered food, we drank, we danced. We were in bed by like 12, which was so necessary. Um, but then also listen to this. This is like the craziest part of the trip for me. So I forget flat shoes. Like I just had only heels. I just packed poorly. Um, so I bought these FJs at the store in the resort. They're called foot joys. They're like basic golf shoes, like plain white slip on basic hundred dollar shoes. So I wear them that night and I'm like telling a few of the guys like, Oh yeah, I don't know why I packed like this. Like I, I forgot heels or I forgot flats. I only brought heels. And the one guy's just like staring at my feet and he's like, what size? And I was like, uh, all right, here we go. Like, yeah, I get it. I have massive feet. <laughs> so I tell him like, uh, there are 10 in women's like eight and a half men. And he says, let me try. So I, I give him one. He's like, okay. And like the other one. So I give him the other one. And he does like one of those little slight bounces, you know, like when you're testing the lever, like level of comfort in a shoe. And he says, we switch. And he gives me his $500 Yeezys says, I golf in these tomorrow. Side note, these men are Asian, okay? So these are like real sentences, not like being racist. Like that's literally just all he said. Like I wear these in golf, I golf tomorrow. All right. So he just gave me his shoes. Just gave me his fucking Yeezys. So <clears throat> the next day the guys go golf again. And um, so one of our other friends from this group, he didn't golf with them, but he had a villa at another golf course, like right on the fifth hole, like a $12 million fucking villa. So we go there in the afternoon for a drink to meet him. Apparently that's what rich people do. They have like midday champagne. Like, oh yeah, come over for a drink this afternoon, which is awesome. Love that. Um, so we stayed there for a little bit and then we went back to the resort to get ready because they were having a big party at the villa that night. So we go back to the villa, full spread of sushi, like some owner of a sushi restaurant comes and does like this full spread uh, he had ace mags of Blanc de Blanc, endless other champagnes, tequilas. It was just like crazy, you know? So we're there all night. We party. It's fun. It's it's funny. I took a video um, to like show my husband like what exactly was going on. And it's like all the girls dancing on the furniture, like on the fireplace, like just standing up, like living our best life, having this party. And all the guys are outside standing in the backyard by the fire, just like talking to each other. Like they just literally threw a party for us and <laughs> we were just having fun and like they didn't even care to like hang out with us, which is fine, you know? Um, and we were back to the room by like two to go to sleep. Obviously we're tired. Um, the next day, uh, most of us didn't wake up to go, but the main guy, he took everyone uh, about 20 minutes away from where we we're at. He has a weed farm. Everyone got to go and take as much weed home as they could possibly carry. I didn't go cause I slept in so jealous. Um, but that whole, like the whole rest of the day was just like a recovery day. Like we went and had massages at the spa. Obviously that was taken care of. We packed, we just rested. It was, uh, it was so nice. And then it was back home on the jet back to Vegas. So here's my take on this whole experience. There are very generous and very rich people in the world who genuinely just want to see people happy with nothing in return. You know, growing up where I'm from and seeing so many bad things and bad people that just take and take and take and they always have like a fucking side agenda. It's like hard for me to believe at first, you know, and unfortunately it's a cruel world. It really is. And there's a lot of men or people that will fly you on a jet and then ask to pop a squat on your chest. Like it is what it is. But being aware and being open-minded and just open 
to new and good experiences and people, like it can truly be a beautiful thing because, you know, when you put out positive energy, it comes back to you. And I've always believed in the power of manifestation and hey, like maybe me making a podcast about a hot Carl was my way of like putting it into the universe. And the universe showed me that it could happen for me too, without the poo. So speaking of me being a hooker, like I said, I'm back in a corset cocktailing at Dre's After Hours, which is technically Dre's Lounge because they open 10 p.m. to close. So, but it's so wild to be back with some of like the old crew slanging bottles, like people that I worked with from like day one. And I'm having so much fun and I'm just so happy and so blessed that I got the opportunity because this whole year has just fucking sucked, you know, but Dre's gave me a chance to have like a little breathing room and hopefully like catch up financially. And it's kind of nice. Like I don't have that responsibility of management and like dealing with so many people like staff and like it's less hours, the money's good. So I'm just going to kind of like ride that wave for as long as the COVID and like Vegas hospitality industry allow. And I don't have any information on the opening of rooftop. Like I get a lot of questions regarding it. And like, there's just so much with like COVID restrictions that like right now for the company, like in this moment, it just makes sense to keep it small at the after hours venue, like for the moment, like I think anything could change any second. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, obviously I had some doubts about waitressing, waitressing again, because like, is it a step back like in my management career? Like, what are people going to think of it? And then I thought like, I really don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Like, I'm just trying to provide for my family. And honestly, I'm honored that my bosses thought of me of someone like they would want for this, you know, because it shows, you know, for me, it shows that I'm not too good to do the job of the staff that I manage. And I love that. Like, I, I love being able to like put my money where my mouth is for the things that I like tell them to do and expect them to do. So I'm no better than anyone. Like I could throw on my boots and pour some bottles and I'm okay with it. Like I didn't expect 2020 to go like this. Like no one did. <laughs> I didn't expect to go back to running my ass off with my ass out, but I'm blessed to have a chance to work a little bit and miss my kids again. Because if you have kids and you have been home all day, every day for the last eight months, you know what I mean? Like for real. But I hope all of you are still doing well and staying sane. I know the virus is like sweeping through Vegas right now. And I know so many people that have tested positive in like the last two weeks. So stay up on your vitamins and your exercise, be as healthy as possible in the ways that you can control, stay open-minded, accept love and light from people that want to give it to you. And I guess don't believe that every girl on a private jet is getting flown to a foreign country to have her face made into a toilet. You can hit me when it's over, what's up? You can hit me when it's over, what's up?